Hey, oh, how do you do? I'm doing well. Very good. Hey, uh, you ever, uh, you ever flip flop on a skip scop? Indeed. I know you have. Welcome to Ribbon and Skippin', guys. I'm Kevin Tankin, and I'm with the cast man as the Yas Man. And I don't know what that means. The Yas Queen Man? Sure. I don't know what it means, and uh, I'm going to go for it. We're da- I mean, we're starting another episode right now. It's happening, you guys. Do you feel it in your bones? I feel I feel it in my fingers. Guys, I know you're, toes. you're sitting out there, you're listening to the podcast, you're in your car, you know, maybe you know me personally. You know, maybe you have no clue who we are. Chances are... You're living outside of freedom, and mm. you gotta stop. Mm. You gotta stop. Don't, hey, don't get me started. All right, I think I'm good. You talk me, you talk me down. You talk me down off a ledge, <laughs> and I'm glad that you did it. You know, it was good. I was about to go off right there. You guys, I don't know if you've seen me before. Go off, but I was about to. You're gonna go off on a ledge. I was gonna go off. On, go uh, off a ledge? No, no, no. I wouldn't go off a ledge. I wouldn't do that. Uh, guys, we got a unique podcast here. You know, one of the things that I uh, I always forget, because I tell people about this podcast, and a lot of the time, they're just like, oh, man, oh, man, I'll just, uh, oh, yeah, you just guys just talk for four hours? Is that what you just talk for four hours? I'm like, no. We do character-based, improvised sketches and interviews the number one improvisational character comedy podcast as rated by the character comedy uh that's an exact quote that's an exact quote it started off in english and went off into swedish is that right yeah and if you're not being reviewed by swedish english publications you're nothing you might as well just stop doing what you're doing because what you do doesn't matter. And uh, no, I won't validate you, and I know I won't validate your parking either. Uh, that's that's harsh, man. I know. It's brutal. Sometimes people come in to get their parking validated, and they go, can I get uh, validated? And I go, you're great. What you do matters. <sighs> and they go, huh? And then they laugh, and then I take the ticket, and I validate it because I'm a gentleman. I don't know if you're a gentleman. Are you a gentleman? I'm a gentleman. That's good. It's nice to have a couple of gentlemen here, you know, to to whoosh you in, to just ease it into a conversation. You know, we got mm-hmm. uh, we got some heavy hitters today, guys. Just a real doozy of an episode to to share with you. We uh, I don't know if you remember from uh, the points episode with Chris Hardwick. Great episode. Great episode. You know, uh, really giving out those dating points at the very at, towards the end of the of, of uh, the segment. Uh, Chris Hardwick got a phone call from a gentleman named Keister Hemmons. I don't know if you remember him. I remember. He uh, he seemed like a, a, a nice guy. You know, he seemed like a genuinely nice guy. Apparently, he's an author, and uh, so we have a, a special segment. It's called Talking Real with Merv Glufford, and it's just uh, it's a real you know gloves off uh, show yeah. where he chats with people and. Um, Pulls no punches. <laughs> he doesn't. He's the kind of guy who, uh, uh, you know, he says he needs a safe space. You know what I mean? To, to be himself. Mm-hmm. We got him on. I'm very excited about the interview. I wanted to talk for a little bit about the, the cast man and myself. Uh, had just one of the best shows uh, 
in ever. a while. Yeah, I may, let's in, say ever. In the history of comedy. In the history of comedy. We had a lot of fun. We, uh, we carpooled up to uh, Fresno, California, my hometown. And, uh, and it was uh, me, Torio Van Groel, and the, and the cast man. And the love was in the air. You know what I mean? The stage was what? The stage was what? Probably up like six feet up in the air? Yeah, four, six feet high, and it was very narrow. Four, six feet high? Four, four score and seven, six feet, feet high. Ago? That sounds about right. Yeah, about six feet high. A very narrow stage. Had like a rail on it. So you could lean on it? Yeah. I don't know if you guys have ever done uh, uh, stand-up comedy or had any public speaking, but having something to lean on? <laughs> it's a real plus lean on me <laughs> when you're not strong and i'll be a friend and i'll help you carry on whoa 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 but yeah it was a lot of fun man uh it was good you know seeing uh seeing the boys out there oh, ricardo duran uh aka richie d uh put the show on at the ivy room uh, i mean it's a wednesday they had uh, uh has a big wall of ivy had a big wall, yeah a big wall of ivy behind it uh if you can go to my facebook page you can see it on there i think evan posted something on tagging me in his facebook uh so you can see the wall there but yeah i mean uh just the cast man was casting it up so hard i mean uh it was uh it was impressive i felt like i went full board cast man mode yeah you went full board cast man i had a couple of people uh like we're getting like that guy's funny i know i'm not i'm not hanging out with some idiot i'm not just gonna i'm not just gonna hitch my wagon to some jag off who's going out there not being funny you know just hitting on ladies in an and, uh, you know, just getting drinks thrown in his face and, you know, just being a complete jerk riding away on his Harley, screaming racial insensitive phrases as he rides away in a, a pile of Harley smoke. You know what I mean? I'm not going to hang out with a guy like that. I hang out with the cast man. The cast man. The A.K.A. Class man. the class man. The class man. You don't, you can't, ugh. Mm. I get so agitated. Some of these comics, man, you know, they think they can just go out there and they can just not have any class. And I say, take a, go ahead and go over to that notebook owned by Evan Cassidy. Take a page out of it. Take a class on class. That's right. You know, they need to take a, a lesson from uh, Bucky. Just, oh, our yeah, one of our sponsors, Bucky Boggs. They need to go to uh, one of those uh, Bucky Boggs seminars on how to do comedy. You That'll know help I mean? you with comedy, and and I can offer lessons on class. If you want the cast man's class man on class, you offer that service. Why not? Let's do it. Let's offer it. Let's put it out there. It's pretty impressive. It'd be a thousand dollars. But I wanted to say, I want so genuinely, what a great time! I would just, it was nice yeah. to uh, guys. I, I can't, you know, this podcast we do talk. We, I'm very silly all the time, but uh, I talk about it as being a celebration of friendship, you know, and being free, and those things really go hand in hand. Because if you're with a friend, you're gonna feel more free. And so, like we we drove up to Fresno, we you know talked and listened to podcast and 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 had a great time it's it was it was a classic it was like a classic uh comedy road trip with mm -hmm. a buddy and we had a great time and we were just feeling it and we got there and everybody was super uh encouraging and excited and then we got up there and uh you know we tore the 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 roof off tore of some place. ivy off the wall yeah the uh the all the cops showed up uh all the firemen showed up and uh, you know they had to. We got the roof back on. The foreman showed up. The foreman, George yeah. Foreman, showed up. Yeah, the five men were there too. I don't know if you saw that. Uh, we got the roof back on. 
But I just want to say, you know, just as a general endorsement to friendship, you know, one of the reasons that it was such a good time was to go down there and have a, just a bunch of great guys there, you know? There's just good guys. Just, yeah. you know, uh, people get jaded so easy to sort of have somebody like, you know, just be chill. We had a great time. We didn't leave till 1.30 in yeah. the morning, and we drove back to L.A. Even the pit stops were a lot of fun. Some of the some of the some of those gas stations in the Central Valley. Mm-hmm. Some of the staff there. Mm-hmm. Shout outs to the staff. Oh, at the, at the AMPN, yeah. that we, the PM that we went to. That guy was, that was great. A- he some guy come in. <laughs> I could just tell he wasn't having a good time. And some dude came in. He's just like, "You all out of Pepsi? What are you doing?" And the guy, I look over. There's Pepsi everywhere. <laughs> Yeah, they don't have the 32 ounces, though. He wanted a regular Pepsi. That's what he wanted. Yeah, a regular Pepsi. And the cast man... <laughs> he kept saying, I, w- I just want a regular Pepsi. Just a regular... And Evan goes... <laughs> I was a little buzzed at the time. Oh, how dare you? You would never. I'm a classy guy. I had a few Heinekens. Yeah, you did. And so... But like I said, he, the people we were with were very generous. Yeah, they were, oh, just, yeah. They were you know, pouring alcohol down the cast man's throat. Of course, I don't drink alcohol on account of the gout. Mm-hmm. I asked, he kept pushing for a regular Pepsi. Regular Pepsi. And I, and I probably shouldn't have said this. And you, uh, you sort of pointed that out pretty yeah. quick. But I said, have you tried the irregular Pepsi? <laughs> and he was like, irregular? What's his, that? His mind was just T-boned by the concept. Oh, yeah. Say, I, I, I don't know about that. I don't know about that stuff. I don't know about all that. I just know about regular Pepsi. <laughs> Yeah, and then you go. Uh, it's up my all time. It, it's it's. Uh, what did you say? It was like the the best of the best or whatever. And then I go, is it your favorite? What did he say? He said top of the class. You're like it's the top of the class, <laughs> Pepsi. And and then uh, I go. So is that like your? Because I'm feeling uncomfortable. Because a big old dude. He's big old angry. Dude. Yeah, he's already pissed. He's already complaining about the 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 <laughs> the sizes of Pepsi that are available. At- Three in the two in the morning, three in the morning yeah. on a Wednesday, just in yeah. the Central Valley, <laughs> and uh, you you should try the the irregular <laughs> Pepsi, and uh, then I go to like kind of like make it like oh we're just having a regular conversation. Uh, I go uh, so is that like your favorite? And you go, well no. And the guy goes, well it can't be top notch then I guess. And I'm like, see this guy's got you all wrapped up, man. I should I should have yes ended. I your, know. Uh, no, you blew it, and you really blew it. Uh, but the, the the nice thing about it was after the guy left, we just kind of talked to the cashier yeah. for like five minutes, just like making a new friend. And he's just, yeah, man, that guy comes in here, man. He's always giving me crap. You know, it's like, what the heck, man? Like we, I screwed up his coffee one time. One time, I didn't have a fresh pot for him, and he, did, and now he's giving me. And I was I just like, oh, man, I think he had a little bit of a lazy eye, too. I don't know. I noticed you know, that. I, you know, I, I, well, I, <laughs> I hate to call it out, but I don't want to I don't want to paint a picture and leave out the color orange. You know what I mean? When it was it's important to the picture. He had an irregular eye. He did have an irregular. That's eye. for sure. Uh, I couldn't quite tell. It was subtle. It's often subtle. Yeah, it is. It is. Like, often is, that subtle. Pa- is that painting looking at me or is it not? Or is it... <laughs> he was the game was a nice guy. But all this to say, you know, put out the positivity in the world, grab a friend, go on a road trip, have fun, man. Be open to meeting new people and uh, have a great time. You know, why not? Why not? Let, let an AMPM clerk vent to you a little bit. Mm-hmm. You know? 
Mm-hmm. That we celebrate freedom at the AM PM, at the PM PM, mm-hmm. the 7-Eleven. We celebrate it all over town. At the AM PM, in the AM. And the PM. I mean, enough said, right? That's all that can be said has been said. Enough said. And we got a perfect transition here. We got Keister Hemmons interviewed by Merv Glufford. Let's hear it. Welcome to Talking Real. I'm Merv Glufford. You know who I am. I talk real. I talk from the heart. And I talk to real people. And on today's episode, we got a real guy in here. He's got he's got something going on. He's got some kind of book coming out. And now you know Merv don't read a whole lot, but this guy, he's an interesting guy. It's not one of those frou-frou books that you pick up at the store and it's got the shiny cover, some some dude with his shirt off hugging a leg. I mean, this is some real stuff. This guy, this man, he's out there and he's doing his thing. Give it up for Keister Hemmings here. Welcome, Keister. No, oh, hey, Merv. It's good to be here. Keister, man, what's so what's this book all about? You know, we got some of our audience, they're more skimmers of books, you know, so break it down. Well, shucks, I'll tell you, uh, this book, I mean, you're going to love this book if you was a skimmer. I mean, I done wrote the whole book on some sticky notes, and, uh, you know, it's a, it's a real collection of stories from my life, and a lot about my grandpappy and uh, about my pops and uh a lot of times people ask me, you know, Keister, tell me a story about your granddad. And I say, well, you're going to have to read my book, How We Done It and How. And that's the title, How We Done It and How. And How. And How. And How. And How. I like it. It's simple, you know. It's pretty simple, you know, I guess. Uh, you know, we. Uh, I like to just be, write down stuff on a page, you know, and then... Uh, you know, just put it out there. Now, Keister, you you work out in the field. You work with olive trees, am I correct? Oh yeah, we got about uh, we got about four or seven acres of olive trees out there. Well, hot damn, that's that's a good man right there. He's got his land. He's got his, his everything he wants right there. He's working out in the field. I'll just go out there in the field. I do a little suckering of them olive trees. You know, suckering olive trees. I like to get a little suckering going with the olive trees. They go out there with a sharp pair of shears, and I get my sucker on pretty good. Now, how does that work? I, I've never, I've never really suckered an olive tree. You know, some of our listeners they might want to go out and sucker a little bit. Well, you go suckering an olive tree. You want to go down real close to the base of the tree, and you're gonna see a little tiny olive tree trying to come up through the uh, the ground there. And they know this Papa Olive Tree is. He's he gonna take it over. But these little suckers, man, they get in there. They try to take over that tree. And so you gotta come in and you go, uh-uh, no, sir. Old Keister gonna sucker you down. So I trim them right down. 
And then I let my pop olive tree just keep on growing. The little baby olive tree coming up like a gopher. Yeah, those babies, man, they'll take out their own family. You got to sucker them down if you don't do it. They're going to take out your whole field. Well, I mean, that you got to give it up to a man that's just taking care of his land. You know, sometimes you got a piece of land out there, you know, and you neglect it, and they'll run, they'll run rampant on you. You know, you see a lot of these fires out there, and that's a lot of boys just not taking care of their stuff. Maybe they're getting a little too much of the alcohol in their system. Well, you know, this generation, I mean, they don't want to go out and sucker the baby. They want to sucker something else. I don't know what. I don't <laughs> I don't know if you know. I mean, our listeners might know. Well, I know about all that. I, that is no, uh, you got to take care of yourself. You got to do what's right. You know, you, sometimes it ain't always easy to get up and go to work, get down there on all fours. And you get there and down and there and the sucker and them trees. But you got to do it. Because if you don't do it, they're going to take you over. And that's a good metaphor for life right there. Well, that, that's the American way. If you don't, you, you go do it. Otherwise, they're going to come and take you over. All right? You got to be diligent to do what you're going to do. And if you're not, it ain't going to work. You Everybody got a piece of life they know they got to get out there and get done. Not all of us are doing it. Amen to that, brother. I hear that. Now, where where uh, where are you from, Keister? I come out of the Central Valley of Fresno, California. Central Valley of Fresno, California. Okay, I'm out right. there in the in the I'm out there in the outskirts, out there in Tulare. All right, you got a bit of a bit of a you might say a cadence to you, you know. Well, you know, I uh, I got a way of speaking. We listen to a lot of country and western music out there, and, as uh, you should. And uh, I like it, man. And it uh, it uh, it had a pretty big influence on my life. I used to be I sing a few songs now and then. And uh, also, I was kicked in the larynx by a donkey. <laughs> kicked in the larynx by a donkey? Yeah, that's right. You, you know, kick you kick him back? You know I did, boy. <laughs> The moment I got better, six months later, I walked up to right to that donkey and I kicked him right in the teeth. A larynx for a larynx, they say. That's right. Just that, like the good book says. That's what they say. That's the kind of justice I like. Eat donkeys, man. You let them go buck wild. They'll, they'll kick you everybody in the larynx, man. They got a real addiction to it, I tell you. You take a donkey out to the square, they're going to be kicking folks night and day. <laughs> Now you know you might have a lot of a lot of people out there criticizing ant vegetarian, you know, tofu eating people. You know, they well, what they don't know is you just look like if you just look like an olive tree. You look say say you take a look at the at an olive tree. You know, some of them trees they ain't gonna be so good, right? Okay, and then some of them trees they those trees gonna be good trees, and just like a people. You see, some people ain't no good people. And in other people, they're pretty good people. Well, Keister see right through you. You know, I see you through a donkey like I see right through a glass pane of window. Yes, those donkeys are vicious. You know, I, I'd like to see a like to see a vegetarian get a get a donkey kicked to the larynx. No, I like to see it too sometimes, man. But I mean, all people's good people. You know, some people vegetarian good people, and well, some vegetarian bad people. Just like a donkey, some donkey good for eating, other not so good. Well. 
you're uh, you're a pretty happy-go-lucky guy. You're giving a little little more credit than I might give there, Keister. I don't know. Well, I'll tell you something, Herb Gluffer. I'll give you a little piece of advice. You can take it or leave it, but, you know, this world ain't going to change by a man screaming on a tire. Ain't going to change by a man screaming on a what? A man get up on a tire. He starts shouting around, wanting to know what's going on with all the world and telling what's wrong. A man goes up there and shouts all his problems from a water tower or whatnot. It ain't going to change nothing, no how. You got to change from the inside there, Murph. Well, see, that's the kind of dribble, Keister, with all due respect. That inside, frou-frou, emotional stuff. That's that kind of dribble I don't necessarily subscribe to. I think a man has got to be loud, okay? I think a man... Should stand up on the highest mountain he has to and yell a lot. Otherwise, people, so, someone's going to come and tell you to stop talking. Hey, Merv, I don't want to hear you talking no more. You talk. I get that a lot. Merv, you're talking too real. If you talk real loud, ain't nobody going to ask you to stop talking. Well, hey, I, I don't know how... Those French people do it over in Europe. But in America, we got a voice and we make it loud. Well, I'm a proud American. I I will say for sure I got an American flag painted on across all my tractor tires. Hallelujah, brother. But I'd love to see a little more joy in your heart there, Merv. I mean, it breaks my heart to see you so sad. Well, hey, well, I mean, nobody's sad here. I mean, (laughs) come on now. I'm not. I'm not singing no kumbaya around a campfire or nothing, Keister, okay? You know, uh, I mean, sure, uh, you know, sometimes when I, uh, I I look around at how society has has changed for the weaker, uh, you know, and how some of my, my favorite places, uh, you know, to go have a pint have been turned into some fancy frou-frou, uh, strip mall you know i get a little nostalgic and reminisce but i don't call that i don't call that being sad well i just encourage you to try to enjoy that strip mall you know and if you ever need a shoulder to cry on merv you let old keister know well i you know i'm i'm gonna have to pass on uh <laughs> putting my head on any man's shoulders uh there uh keister well what <laughs> Why don't we talk about the uh, back to the book? All right, we're getting a little off topic here. Uh, what's uh, so this book is it's a it's a memoir of sorts. Mostly, it's a collection of stories from my grandpappy and from my father, from pops and from pop pop. Collection of sticky notes. I see. I like that. That's that's how we do it here. We don't we don't need some some uh, English class. <laughs> we don't need some English literature school to go to 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 write something if you i encourage my listeners if you want to put your voice out there get a couple sticky notes like like keister here and just put some words on them don't have to be nothing fancy ain't gotta be nothing fancy you just put words on a page and that's a book i done said that before but that's the truth right there you put words on a page that's pretty much a book right there amen dang merv you got some boogies Merv, you okay there? <laughs> Merv, you're gonna be all right there. Yeah, 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 I'm I'm okay. I, I'm, it, it, yeah, it's fine. It's no, it's just a little, little, uh, 
not a cold. I mean, I I don't get sick. <laughs> uh, yeah, you know, just got a little little sometimes dust in here. You know, usually I can hate. I wake up every morning about four thirty and I snort some bee pollen first thing, and that's gonna guarantee not to have no allergies. I've been doing that since I was a boy. Well, that's see, that's some true American no BS ways to take care of take care of business. You don't need to get no uh, prescription medicine down your throat. Some people, you know, they like to go down to the Rite Aid. I go down to the local witch doctor. I ask him what to do, and he gonna fix me right up. The witch doctor. Oh yeah. Now what do you, what do you mean? We got a man work down there. Uh, uh, his name James Smith. But you know, most people think he's a witch doctor, and I say, hey, that's fine with me, as long as my sinuses ain't all cured up. Now a witch is typically a uh, typically a woman. Well, this gentleman right here, he just got some old sage. You know, he sells some herbs, some spices from time to time. And he'll come in, I'll come in, I'll say, hey, my foot's bothering me or something. he said, go, why don't you go ahead and chew on this bark here, you know? And my, my foot hails right up. Well, you know, so, some of that holistic stuff I don't, I don't necessarily subscribe to, but uh, there's a lot of there's a lot of stuff that can just be cured with uh, what you got sitting on your own property, and I, I do respect that, I have to say. Most people don't know this. You take the skunk gland and you squirt it on your neck, that's a real aphrodisiac for the ladies. Now, there you go, yeah. You don't, you don't need none of that cologne or none of that none of that uh, stuff you find at the, at the strip mall, you know. You just need a little bit of sweat and skunk spray. I used to be a cool waters guy myself, and then, uh, I once got sprayed by a skunk, thought, oh, man, I smell something fierce. I I done waded up into a, a whole pool of that tomato sauce. For some reason or another, it stayed right on my neck. <laughs> man, I'll tell you, these ladies wouldn't leave me alone for a whole week. And I kind of liked it. Well, there you go, gentlemen out there. You know, don't don't subscribe to that, you know, wimpification of uh, the man. You don't need to... Go look at those bus stop ads and put on your tight jeans. Sometime when I got a hot date, I'll go down trying to wrestle up a skunk, you know, uh, just to get them to funnel it down. We got these skunk bags here. What we do is we take a little bit of a skunk, we we back it into a bag, and then uh, it's in a bag, and then we just cut a little hole in the bag, and then I'll make fuck that Oh, hey, hey, skunk. And then he gonna make, he gonna squirt me right in the neck. And then those ladies, they gonna be coming around. I'm gonna have to find myself my own skunk bag sometime. That sounds, that sounds uh like a good airman. Airman needs a skunk bag. I'll tell you, give me that skunk bag over anything. You know we need more products like that. You know, more uh, more uh, options out there for us us real men. You know, I took it down there to the uh, the, the fashion store and I told them about the skunk in the bag. I tried to sell it on the on the shelf, and they wouldn't have it for nothing. Everybody's freaking out about a skunk in a bag, and I'm like, "Come on, it's a skunk in a bag." All right, right there at the fashion store, they're they're gonna want a tofu skunk in a bag. Probably that's probably gonna be what they're looking for. Well, Keister, you see that the Paris Hilton? You know, they got Justin Bieber in there. Everybody got all kinds of different. Who's that? 
Justin Bieber? He's a young man. He's a handsome young man. And he got his Boy, own. Uh, take it easy there, Keister. Well, the ladies seem to love him. Okay. And he got his own line of perfume, and it smells horrible. I was like, give me a skunk in a bag all day. Well, you Hold on, Keister. I got to get this straight. And I mean straight. You bought a perfume being sold by a man? I don't buy no perfume being sold by a man, but I don't smell it. It don't smell no good. Okay. Give me skunk in the bag two times out of five, and I'm going to be a happy boy. Well, by golly, I like the sound of that skunk in a bag. You can buy it. If you want to do a skunk in a bag, I ain't got no trademarks or nothing. Well, we might have to look into that. You know, it, it's in the spirit of American entrepreneurship. Well, feel free, man. I just, uh, I won't get the word out about my book and uh, skunk in a bag. And, uh, you know, I got a new record coming out. What's that record called? That record's called Haiti Hody. Haiti Hody. Yeah. What what kind of recording is this? Well, it's just a regular old recording. I just got me a, a laptop, and I just press record. I was in a coffee shop one day. I just said, hey, I'm going to start recording an album. So I did. First song on the track, Haiti Hody Ho. Haiti Hody Ho. I don't like it at all, but I put it out there. Well, Keister, he's a real, he's a real guy. Okay, he's he's doing his thing. He's uh not not compromising for what anybody else is gonna tell him. You know, he's not gonna he's not gonna bend over like it seems like everybody in this country lately wants a man to do. And I, res- I don't know about all that. I respect that about you, Keister. Well, you know, I like to live my life like an iron feather in the wind. I don't know if you ever heard that. If you're going to be a feather in the wind, now that wind going to take you, and you're going to go. But if you made an iron feather, now that's mean you strong. So you can be strong, and you can be a feather in the wind. A lot like a candle in the wind. Well, I, I mean, I have to say, does it does seem to me I've lived my life like a candle in the wind. I wanted to say something about that. I think I gotta watch out, man. You you kinda gonna flicker out. You gotta be careful. You gotta live your life like an olive twig. Olive twig gonna bend. It gonna bend. You know, you gonna put a lot of pressure on off tree. It gonna bend. That tree gonna bend all over town. You ain't gonna see a break though. Olive tree flexible. Let those little suckers come up, man. I tell you, you gotta watch. You gotta clip those little suckers in your life. Keep clipping those suckers, guys. Okay. Keister, he's a man's man. He talks real. You know, he's got got a little eccentric ideas about a few things, but I I, I think we see pretty eye to eye, Keister. I, I like what you're putting out. Guys, check out the book. Check out the, the CD. Keister Hammonds, How We Done It and How. And what's the album called, Keister? Howdy Ho. Keister Hammonds, talking real. Murph Club.
Well, 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 well. Well, 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 it seems to me you live your life. Like a candle in the wind. Never knowing who to claim to when the rain set And I would have liked to know you, but I was just a kid. A candle burned out oh. long before. Long before. The lead never did. Man. Mm. That's, guys, I'm not going to say that was good. I wouldn't dare. But I will say that was commitment. And mm. that's that's what I go for. Mm-hmm. Commit. Nobody's saying it's great. Everybody says commit. Go hard. Feel free. I'm with my friends. You know? It's me and the cast man. And the, you know, 50 or so plus of you guys, maybe uh, 50 to 100, we're still not sure, you know, but mm-hmm. the, you're out there and you're listening, guys, and we appreciate it. I think we have a lot of off the radar listens. We got a lot of off the radar, off the reservation listens. Subterranean listens. You think the Illuminati is involved? Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> get it out, Kevin. I can't. I can't. Get it, get it's it out. so bad. Get it out. They don't call them the Illuminati for nothing. <laughs> they naughty, some naughty boys. See what? Maybe that's you know what we did. We just put something out there in the universe for the Illuminati, and now they're gonna come knocking on our door. They're gonna say, "Hey, you guys want to be top notch podcast?" Knock, knock, knocking on Kevin's door. Hey, 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 hey. Guys, just want to throw out some dates. The cast man and myself, we're oh. going to be out doing some com-com. August 24th, I'm going to be at the clubhouse doing a hot 15-minute set. Uh, very excited about that. So if you want to come out there, uh, that show starts at uh, 10 o'clock, which should be a lot of fun. Uh, I'll be at Flappers on Friday the 2nd at 7 o'clock. Uh, I've got, let's see, what else What, what else do we got here? What do we got here? What do you got, cast man? Uh, we have at, uh, well, you can catch me every Monday at the Anchor Bar in Costa Mesa hosting the six-hour gauntlet show every week. And we get a bunch of comics that go up, uh, some of the some of these guys um, that you've been seeing out in the world. Uh, I do that every Monday. Uh, it's a good show. It's a lot of fun. Yeah, and then uh, Sunday, August 28th, I'm doing, we're doing a crowd work show. At the Anchor Bar. It's all crowd work. Oh, that'll be fun. Yeah. Headlining, uh, not doing crowd work, Nick Petrillo, my, mm. our good buddy. Uh, doing uh, September 21st at the Brea Improv, I'm doing my An Evening with the Cast Man show. Oh, very good. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, I'm going to have a good headliner for that and a bunch of... Buddies, friends of the cast, man. Um, Lestats in San Diego, September 6th. That's a great show. It's a oh, really dude, fun I'll show. Be, I'll be in Cohuanga. I'll be on Cohuanga Boulevard. Cohuanga? At 8 o'clock. It's uh, on the 6th. And then I've got a show in Laguna Beach at 8.30 on the 8th of September. And then I'll be back in Fresno on the 9th, headlining uh, Frank's Place uh, at 9 o'clock in Fresno. And then uh, I got another show on the 10th uh, at uh, 1145 North Van S at uh, 
at 10 o'clock. So come out to these shows. Come check us out, guys. Support it. Uh, we're, of course, the cast man and I have been uh, strongly considering doing a live uh, yeah. ripping and skipping. Uh, we, yeah. we were working on getting some guests and whatnot, so that should be fun. Guys, uh, as always, you know, when we end this podcast, uh, I wanna, I'm going to pump you up. How you doing? You doing okay? Pretty pumped. Pretty oh, you, pumped well, yeah. I, I know you're pumped, cast man, but I'm talking to that man or woman in their car. How's he doing? How are they doing? Or she? You know, how how are Zay doing? You Zay. know what I mean? Are, are Zay okay? Uh, and if uh, if you're not, if you're not okay, you hear that? <sighs> Take a deep breath. <sighs> Take a deep breath. Is life? I mean, guys, you. Take- you can look at, you know, life uh, will hand you, uh, you know, uh, just a horrible hand of cards sometimes. You know what I mean? Uh, but sometimes and most times you'll be tripping mm-hmm. and it'll be because they didn't have, you know, the right uh, bags at the Whole Foods for your walnuts that you buy every week. Or maybe they don't have 24 ounce regular Pepsi at an AM PM at 4 AM in Fresno or 2 AM. Take a DB. Take a DB, a deep old breath. <sighs> Relax. Look around you. Acknowledge your friendships. Acknowledge your family. Feel good. Feel the blessings for the feet below your feet. Feel the burn. Feel the burn for all the Bernie Sandurney. And most importantly, in these moments, when you feel that anxiety welling up deep inside of you, look yourself dead in the eye, emotionally speaking. And say, stop Stop tripping, tripping, start start double double dipping. dipping.